Hello everyone and welcome back into another episode of JD's Wildcat World. On this episode, we recap um, the first loss of the Kentucky basketball season. And uh, I just wanted to start out before I get into things um, about basketball and things like that. I just want to say thank you guys. Um, you know, after starting my first podcast and um, the success that it's had, um, I thought it would be a good idea to kind of branch off and start talking about Kentucky basketball. And um, I, it's been awesome, to be honest with you. It's been, uh, I've received awesome positive feedback and I appreciate engaging with you all. Um, you know, yesterday, last night was kind of the first time uh, since I've started this one that the Cats had a big game that I got to engage with people. And uh, I enjoy doing that. So um, I appreciate all of you for listening and continue to drop uh, five-star reviews on Apple and Spotify. Um, that really helps the podcast to uh, get noticed more. And um, to my day one listeners, I appreciate you all. And like I said, uh, it's been a been a good ride so far. Can't Cannot wait to keep growing. And uh, I'm going to basically recap uh, the Candace game uh, on this episode. I mean, you can only break down so much about uh, Stonehill coming in here on Friday. So I did, didn't even know uh, Stonehill was a D1 university, um, but it is. And that's who we play Friday. So we'll take maybe a quick look. I might just give my prediction on uh, that game. But um, on to the Kansas game. Uh, the Cats came out at the beginning of the game. Um, it kind of looked like we we're going to get ran off the floor, to be honest with you. Started off down 11 to 3 and uh, just could not stop Hunter Dickinson on the inside and couldn't really stop anybody. Uh, we looked out of sorts. And then, um, you know, Reed Shepard and Rob Dillingham check in the game and the game flips. All of a sudden, you're up one and you're playing with these guys and, um, you know, did really well at the end of the first half. Did I mean we played great? Besides the first five-ish minutes, I was super satisfied with this team. And you're gonna say, well, they blew they blew a 13-point lead, blah blah blah. We had no inside presence, and if that is the number one team in the country, which I believe it is, I think personally last night we saw the top two teams in the country play each other, and the second best team, if you will, which was us, had zero inside presence. Trey Mitchell's more of a stretch big. Um, granted, he had a couple post moves that he scored, but we don't have a, we didn't have a single seven footer active last night. And um, you know, if if we are the two best teams in the country, which I believe we are, folks, that's good news for us Kentucky fans because once we get even two of the three big guys back, and uh, I've but now that I'm talking about the big guys, wanted to touch on the timetable for the injuries. People ask me, you know. When are we getting all three of these guys back? And to be honest with you, I don't think anybody knows. Um, my guess would be Bradshaw comes back around conference play. Um, Big Z could be tomorrow, could be not till the end of the year. I mean, I honestly, I don't think Coach Cal even knows about Big Z. Like, that's totally up to the NCAA. Um, I'm not sure why they haven't cleared him yet, but it's starting to kind of worry me. Hopefully he gets that clearance ASAP because I think he could – I mean, anytime you add one seven-footer, you're in uh, pretty good shape, and I think Big Z will be good for us. Hugo is the one 
Um, I saw some people say, well, they think Hugo will be the first one back. I'm of the opposite belief. Um, I think he'll be the last one out of the three to come back. I think um, that he his injury is lingered, and I think because of that, it it's going to set him behind the eight ball. Um, he's going to have to get back in game shape, playing shape, and uh, if I were to guess – uh, he will be the last one back. Now, this is all totally speculation based off of what I've heard. Um, and we will uh, continue on, but I want to touch on those big guys. But the I, if you all don't know, um, Kentucky is now co-favorites to win the national title on some sports books after last night's performance. And that goes back to us being the top two teams in the country. We're in good shape. I'm... Super excited about this team. Um, I, I don't. I was talking to somebody um, early this morning um, about you know this loss. He, he messaged me and he was frustrated. You know he was frustrated that we lost this game, and I understand that. But I told him, you know, this loss feels different. It doesn't feel like you know lo- losses in the Champions Classic of years past feel like oh my gosh, we're in trouble. Like, we've got major issues that we don't know that are fixable. This year, I don't feel like that. I feel like this team showed grit, showed intensity, showed that they want to be here. And they they are going to try their best to get a national championship brought back to Lexington. And I really believe that. And um, I think that um, we played as good as we could uh, without a big man. Um, so, but the first half... Um, we end, we ended up seven or eight at the end of the half after Dickinson hits a first half buzzer beater that ended up being a huge shot that he hit there. Um, you know, I think, uh, the first half overall besides the start was solid. And then you get into the second half and it looks like now at the beginning of the game, it looked like Kansas was going to run us off the floor. Now as the second half goes on, it looks like we're going to run them off the floor. Then Kansas claws back, gets, uh, Gets 16 points from KJ, and of course, Hunter Dickinson had 20 and 20. So I think he had like 27 points, 21 boards, and uh, we just had no answer for him, to be honest, without a big man. And, uh, you know, they go to him down the stretch, and we we answered back with some tough buckets. Reed Shepard hit a three that tied the game back up. Um, seemed like Antonio Reeves struggled towards the end. He I know he had 24 points, but struggled from three. Um, and the guy that I thought would have a breakout game uh, did the total opposite as Justin Edwards really struggled to get anything going. Um, didn't have a single field goal, only one point on a free throw. Um, you know, you saw Rob Dillingham kind of have his breakout game instead of Justin Edwards. I thought it would be Edwards, but uh, Rob, I love I love his game. Um, and, you know, there's some people are saying that Rob is selfish. I you know, I think people are basing Rob's game now off of what he did in Overtime Elite. Um, if you watch Rob Dillingham this year, he is not a selfish teammate, in my opinion. He Going into this Kansas game, he was tied for assists per games with DJ Wagner. He was averaging three and a half a game. He had three in the first half. He didn't really play that much in the second half. I'm not sure what he ended up with. Um, but I love Rob Dillingham's game. I'm going to be a Rob Dillingham Stan, just so you all know, I, I'm I'm here to defend him. Y'all want to come at him? I'm going to defend him. So, 
Uh, I just I love his game. I think good things happen when him when he comes into the game. Also, Reed. Reed is very smart. Now, granted, they're both freshmen. They took both of them took dumb shots at the end. But I'm here to tell you, this is a podcast where we are not going to slander players. I love the t- I love this team. I love Kentucky basketball. I'm not I'm not the type of fan that talks down about them uh, as individuals or players. That's one thing you all are going to learn here listening to this. I'm just doing this because I love it. And um, I, I think that Rob Dillingham changed the game, to be honest with you, in the first half. And uh, if he hadn't have been in foul trouble, we we might win that game. So we'll see. But I, I'm super excited about this team. And uh, I hope you all t- are too. I just feel like that we have guys that can score at every position. And granted, I know DJ Wagner struggled. And I know Justin Edwards struggled. But you get those two guys on board. Even with the small ball lineup without the three bigs, you're dangerous. And uh, I really think that that is something we haven't had in the last couple years. But this year we got it. And um, I think as a fan base overall, based on what I'm seeing, if we, in past years we lose this game, people are furious. But they see that they see what we've got this year. They see that, oh, my gosh, this looks like an old Coach Cal team. And it does. These guys are very talented, and especially when they get out and run. I mean, when when we get out and run, it, I mean, that's the number one team, right? That's the number one team. They could not stop us in transition. And, you know, if they can't, who can? If we get out and run, I think we are nearly uh, impossible to beat, to be honest with you, just because, for example, I'm going to give you just one example. Rob Dillingham got most of his points in transition. He had just hit three in a row. We're out running. We get a defensive stop. We're up three. He dribbles down the floor. Well, everybody's crashing to him. He's red hot. Kicks it out to Reeves for a, a three, and we go up six. I mean, that's just one little example. Reed Shepard's definitely better in transition. I mean, and I, I'm telling you, these guards, I think DJ is better in transition. Rather than sitting up and running the offense, trying to get to the rim, when he can attack, attack on a fast break, he's very, very dangerous. So, uh, you know, you try not to overreact to one game. And that's one thing I would say that I'm also encouraged about. Just you don't want to overreact to Justin Edwards not hitting a field goal and DJ Wagner going like one for 11. I'm not going to overreact. I'm going to let other big games happen, see who steps up, and see who we can rely on come March uh, when it truly matters. But I'm proud of these cats. I'm proud for the fight they've shown. They got out and you know at one point I thought we had it in the bag when we go up 13 in the second half I thought I thought we we're gonna cruise to a win but Kansas is tough props to them they've got very good players and um they they we played with them all night though we really did we did good end up losing the game by five by a score of 89 to 84 and um you know the future's bright this year for the Cats um and I truly believe that. Now with the good, you have to focus a little bit on the bad. Um, I'm not going to overreact, like I said. But um, the one thing that really kind of worries me, there's a couple things. One thing is giving up the 13-point lead, and uh, we've already been over kind of how that happened. They just We had nobody to stop Hunter Dickinson. And then once, if he missed a shot, you know, they're crashing the boards. 
you know, I thought Trey did a pretty good job. I mean, he, he did as good as I think he could have. I, he honestly did better than I thought he was going to, guarding Dickinson. Got a couple steals, fronted him in the post, made him work, but once Hunter got the ball in the paint, you know, that was the key thing. Once he got in the paint, he was mainly going to score. And, uh, you know, that's uh, that's hard. He's a good player. Candace is really good. They're tough. Um, and I expect them to – I mean, they're, I think they win the Big 12 and might be on their way to another Final Four. So Bill Self's done a good job building that team. And uh, respect to them. If we meet again, I like our chances. I really do. I mean, uh, if we meet in March, I do like our chances. I'd, I'd love to have another shot at them. And uh, especially with even two of the three of our bigs. But with all three, I think we, we could beat them. So I'm excited, like I said. Um, but one other thing that I want to touch on. You know, I can't just sugarcoat everything. Antonio Reeves struggles in big games shooting the ball. Now, you take away, you know, Arkansas on the road last year was a very good performance. He shot the ball well. We needed that game heading into the SEC tournament. And we got it in large part because of him. But once again, the lights shine the brightest. I go back to that Kansas State game in the tournament last year. He couldn't buy a bucket. And, uh, you know, he had 24 um, last night, but on – 25 shots i mean seven of 25 from the field he attempted 17 threes by himself and that's another thing i want to touch on this team attempted 38 threes last night the most in the coach cal era at kentucky and uh you know i don't think any of them were that bad to be honest with you um i would rather dj drive to the basket but if he's wide open i'm gonna go with him taking it and uh, just in the same way Granted, neither one of them, it wasn't their nights last night, but I'm good with anybody on this team taking a three. Jordan Burks took two that uh, you're like, well, but he was wide open, and he hit one earlier in the year. I thought he came in, gave 10 solid minutes, uh, grabbed some rebounds, like he had four total. And, uh, you know, that's the one thing I would, I'm worried about is kind of Reeves' struggles uh, shooting the ball. Hopefully he can get that touch back. Uh, the next big game we have. So, um, I think that, you know, that's really all you can say. I think that's a good, solid breakdown. Um, I, another thing real quick. I kind of wish that Cal would have went back to Reed and Rob a little earlier in that second half. Um, he has said in his press conferences that, he wasn't doing that intentionally. He just went with the five that he thought was right at that time. But kind of wish he would have went to Reed and Rob sooner to see what we did. And uh, But it didn't. We took the L, and uh, we'll move on. But very overall, very exciting future for this year's Kentucky Wildcats. You all let me know what you think. Prediction-wise, we're going to the Sweet 16, Elite Eight, Final Four, where you all got us going, and um, you know, I, if you watched that game last night, I don't know how you couldn't be excited to be honest with you. Um, they're, they are very fun to watch and uh, they get up and down the floor quick. And that three point number 38 threes, I don't think that, you know, I don't think it goes down that much. I, I mean, you got guys, if we're out running transition threes are very good shots most of the time if you're wide open. So 
I think that number, it'll go down a little bit, but I don't think it goes down all that much. I think this team is going to shoot a lot of threes, and they're going to make a lot. Um, you know, second half kind of struggled from deep, but those shots will fall when you're as open as we were. So um, I'm very excited, and uh, I hope you all are too. And, um, you know, could we have won that game? Yes, we didn't. We're sitting at 2-1. and one. Um, I think we should, as long as we take care of business against Stonehill on Friday night, I think there's an argument to move us up in the AP poll. And just with the fight, the fight we gave Kansas with being only eight deep in the rotation. So let me know what y'all think about that too, where you think we'll land in next week's rankings. And um, now on to preview the game against Stonehill on Friday. Now, Friday night, the Cats take on Stonehill at Rupp Arena. Um, I just want to, I'm not going to really spend a lot of time on this. I just wanted to quick, quickly say that uh, Stonehill is a part of this Wildcat Challenge that Kentucky hosts every year. You get four or five teams. And uh, Stonehill lost to St. <laughs> Joseph's by a score of 100 to 56 in the first game of this challenge. And. I'm mainly going to take a moment to talk about St. Job's because I think, you know, we played them on Monday. These guys are good. They're 3-0, and beat Stonehill by 40-plus points, also beat a pin team that we play later in the year that just beat Villanova. So we better bring our A game on Monday, not to look over the game on Friday, but I'm telling you all right now, I think that St. Joseph's game is going to be closer than we think as a fan base. But, um, you know, uh, Stonehill comes in 1-3. and three, Their lone win against Army uh, by 13 points. UConn beat them by 40. St. Joe's beat them by 44. George Washington beat them by 45. So, you know, be nice to come in here, not have to worry about, you know, for example, last Friday night coming in, getting down by 13 early. We don't need none of that. We need to come in, take care of business, be focused, and not let up off the gas. Um, I think Kentucky gets a big win and a bounce-back way by a score of 94 to 60. I think the Cats win by about 35, 34 points. And uh, I think Justin Edwards bounced back. You know, rough game um, against uh, Kansas. I think him and DJ get their act together, and both of them uh, do very well against Stonehill and Rupp. But I'm telling you all, looking forward to that matchup Monday night. Y'all better just be ready. I don't I don't want to hear no negative comments when the game's close. I think it really will be. I think St. Joe's is a team that is very sneaky and could make the NCAA tournament and uh, could even beat somebody in the NCAA tournament. So we'll see. But um, I think we take care of business, move to 3-1 and one on the year on Friday night. So once again, thank you all. Um, We'll be back to recap the Friday night game and look forward to Monday. And, uh, you know, hopefully we're, we're celebrating a win next episode and a big one at that. So until next time, this has been JD's Wildcat World. Subscribe on um, Apple and Spotify. Leave reviews and keep listening. You can stream on both. And um, hopefully soon, I'll, you know, if you listen on Amazon Music or anything like that with my other podcasts, it took a couple months for – once Amazon saw the streaming numbers um, on my other podcasts and impressions, et cetera, they, they contacted me, actually, and 
we set up uh, getting on Amazon Music. So hopefully that's an option for this one very soon. Um, you all will know as soon as I know. But uh, until next time, this has been JD's Wildcat World, and thank you all so much for listening. And until next time, go Cats.